0: Amen. We're expectant tonight. Um, we're grateful for their lives. Um, please appreciate Pastor Florence Olaya. Just appreciate her for what she does. And and once we uh, once we receive the, the the video introduction, I'd like you to just rise to your feet when we, when the video introduction is done and just appreciate uh, his uh, selflessness his dedication to what God is doing here, his passion, not just for this church, but for revival in this nation, uh, Reverend Joe Olaya. But let's listen to the video tribute, the video introduction. As president and founder of the Living Faith Foundation, Reverend Joe Olaya is a dynamic servant of God who has maintained a consistent walk with the Lord for several years. His calling has been to raise up men and women of God who can do supernatural works For the enlargement and establishment of God's kingdom. For more than three decades, God has used him tremendously in Nigeria and around the world to minister the life changing gospel of Jesus Christ with powerful signs, wonders, and testimonies following. We are privileged to have him here with us today. Please rise and give a warm welcome to Reverend Joe Olaya. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody say, Jesus, I love you. Let it be from your heart, not just your lips. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I truly love you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Father, we thank you for tonight. Lord, we exalt you. Thank you for being here with us. Lord Jesus, when you were going away, you said you will go away bodily. But you also said you will be with us always. I just ask you tonight, let your manifest presence be revealed to everyone here tonight. Let there be a divine encounter. Let everyone hear your voice tonight. And let him understand that it is your voice. Thank you, Father. We are standing... Father we thank you. Thank you for your presence that is here tonight. Thank you for your presence. Lord Jesus thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit thank you for the flood. Thank you. Thank you Father. In Jesus name we pray. Please be seated. When Jesus was about to leave the earth, he began to speak to his disciples consistently and repeatedly about his departure. It was bad news to them. However, he tried to encourage them that it was expedient. It was profitable for them. It was better for them that he should go because his bodily presence here was limiting what he could do with them. So he earnestly wanted to go so that the greater works could start but they wouldn't understand how can your departure be better for us you've brought us all the joy you've brought us all the pride all the glory all the hope all the restoration you brought us everything that has changed our story now we thought you were here to stay forever now you tell us you are going he said it is good for you that I should go but another comforter another like me will come he will be with you forever he will not have to depart like I am departing and if I do not go he cannot come if I do not go he cannot come because two of us cannot be here at the same time anyway they didn't understand Then he told them also of his death and that made them more sorrowful Peter didn't believe that he was meant to die. The Messiah cannot die. That was why Peter was ready to fight to the end. But when the reality dawned on Peter and he saw Jesus arrested and he saw Jesus appearing helpless before his oppressors and captors and fear gripped his heart, he denied the Lord. He knew the end had come, but that end was temporary. Then he was put on the cross. John escorted Mary and the other women to the place of crucifixion. He saw him on the cross. Peter didn't see him. Peter was heartbroken because he denied the Lord. The rest of the disciples went away at the order of Jesus, but Peter refused to. He followed Jesus to the place where he was humiliated, put in chains, and beaten. When he had denied him, he left the place with his head bowed, ran to the other disciples. He did not hide what he had done. He confessed, I denied him. I couldn't stand. He said, I will deny him. I boasted, I told him I wouldn't. But I saw death face to face. I knew I could be killed instantly, so I denied him. I hate myself for what I have done. He was still in that while the others were encouraging him, you should have left with us. He said, what I saw, what they took him through is terrible. John heard it to the scene. When the land, they were taking him out for crucifixion. The women were weeping. He said, daughters of Zion, don't weep for me. Weep for Jerusalem. He was put on the cross. And While he was there he said Father forgive them for they know not what they do. It was a snare of the enemy for him to die with bitterness in his heart. But he chose not to be bitter. Right there on the cross one of the criminals being crucified with him demanded from him, "Say, Master I know you have a kingdom. The other one insulted him, provoked him said to him, insulting things, he said, if you are who you claim to be, why are you there on the cross? Get yourself out and get us out. You've done so many miracles, raised the dead. Just get us off this cross. And Jesus, the, the, the second person said to him, the first criminal, he said, you're a wicked man. We are rightly put on this cross for what we've done. But he unjustly, he's done nothing worthy of this. And then, this hopeless, helpless criminal turned to Jesus in faith. Sir, I have watched your ministry. I have had your teachings. I have seen your miracles. And there's none of us who does not know that you are the king that Israel has been waiting for. I have not had opportunity to follow you But today I'm in close contact with you and I'm just asking in your kingdom, by the time you take over and you set up your kingdom, which I know you are going to set up, please, I would like to be there with you. And Jesus looked at him and said, today, not tomorrow. Today, not tomorrow. You will be with me in paradise. That man escaped the last moment, but that's not my destination. Once Jesus had finished paying the price, I mean, he waited until his blood was taken out. That blood was essential for atonement of sins. He did not die from loss of blood. He did not die from the wounds inflicted on him. He died because he willfully gave up his spirit The Bible said he gave up the ghost, breathed his last, said it is finished. And then he took his exit from the body. Immediately, the biological life ceased in the body. And then he proceeded to the world of the departed, where the real battle will be fought. But remember, he had paid the price for sin, which he acquired, the death penalty. He had satisfied. Now he must release the captives. Then he went into the world of the departed spirits. And there he engaged Satan and the powers of death and hell. And he triumphed over them and rose from the dead. For three days and three nights, there was gloom among the disciples. Their hope had been shattered. Their pride had been taken away. Their joy had been destroyed. It was weeping and weeping, wounds in the hearts of Mary and all the other women who wept continuously. But they reminded themselves intermittently, but he told us he was going to die. Exactly the same, what he said will happen, happened to him. But none of them considered the other side or the end of his prophecies that after three days he will rise from the dead. They were not expecting him to rise from the dead. Not one person was expecting him. The women did not go to confirm an empty grave. They went for the further preservation of his body. They were confused. They did not understand. Not even Peter believed. None of them believed. None of them really understood none of them took it to heart that he will really rise from the dead but an empty grave stunned them mary will not go she insisted we must know where they've taken him to if you can't keep his body anymore in this grave let his release his body to us we, we have a place for him we had to rush him here because the high sabbath was closing in on us but the Lord, knowing that this Mary would not live here, turned back on his journey to report to the father. And he called her. She perceived somebody was around the place and thought that it was the gardener. Hearing the footsteps, she decided to stop and say, Yes, so where do you take his body? And Jesus said, Mary, in that familiar voice, Mary turned around and saw it was Jesus. She would jump on him. Rabboni! He moved and stepped back. Don't touch me. I don't want any impression. I'm yet to give account to the Father. Don't touch me. I saw you were not going to leave this place. And I wanted... I didn't want your heart to be totally shattered. Go back and tell your brothers and sisters that I have risen. I'm not there anymore. On my way back, tell them we'll meet in Galilee. And so she ran off to tell the news. They did not believe. They had. They didn't say they were lying, but they couldn't comprehend it. They didn't understand it. It did not stick in their heart. Peter and John hurried down to the grave. John outran Peter. He knew the place. Peter didn't know the place. So Peter followed his steps and trailed him. When John got there, saw the stone roll away, he was taken aback. He would not go in. But Peter coming in, meeting him at the entrance went in ahead of him and saw the piece of cloth that was used to wrap his body folded neatly looked around then john followed and said this is where we laid him he is not here he is risen later he appeared to peter and then he appeared to the apostles then he appeared to two disciples on the way to Emos who were consumed in their discussion. Now this is what he said. They rejoiced. Suddenly darkness vanished. Their hearts and minds were clear. So he has risen. So death has lost its grip on him. What's going to happen next? But he said he will go away. Now he has gone and returned to us. He said, A little while you see me, and the little while you shall see me no more. So he gave them the news, give them the assignment, and this is what he said to them. Matthew's gospel, chapter 28. Matthew's gospel, because we have an exercise to do tonight, and it's a serious one. Matthew's gospel, chapter 28, from verse 18. Matthew's gospel, chapter 28, from verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke to here To them saying all authority Has been given to me In heaven and on earth Verse 19 Go therefore And make disciples of all the nations Baptizing them in the name of the Father Of the Son and the Holy Spirit 20 Teaching them to observe all things That I have commanded you And lo I am with you always Even to the end of the age this is what he said I will be leaving you bodily and I'm going back to heaven you will not have the privilege of seeing me physically anymore but go take this message to all the nations of the world and I am with you I am with you. That means continuously my presence shall go with you. Now, if you read the Mark account of this statement, Mark's Gospel, chapter 16, from verse 15, Mark's Gospel, chapter 16, from verse 15. He said to them that's uh, later verse 14 he said later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe who those who had seen him after he had risen he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he who believes and is baptized will be saved he who does not believe will be condemned and this shall follow them that believe in my name They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt. them. It will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Verse 19, take note. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven. Where is he now? And he sat down at the right hand of God. Paul, Peter, John, all James, all confirmed. And including Stephen, that was stoned to death, all confirmed. They are seeing him sitting on the right hand of the Father, bodily. And they went out and preached everywhere. Take note of the next phrase: the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs, with signs following. If He was working with them, then He was present with them. If He was working with them, then if He is working with them, then He is present with them. If He was working with them, He was present with them, and He was working with them. He was working with them. The Lord. Followed them everywhere they went now if you are conscious of his presence you will know that he is a silent listener to every conversation of ours. he is the quiet observer invisible observer he is the invisible companion that goes with us everywhere and If we are conscious of his presence and stop running our lives like he is not with us. So what is he saying to you today? Do you want his presence? He was with them. Just as he is with us. He was with them. Just as he is with us i was ministering somewhere and the lord opened the eyes of a young lady in the congregation and as i was moving to start healing the sick he saw the lord she saw the lord jesus going with me and and she found that i was not walking alone well I, i didn't see because if the lord opened my eyes to see that would be a distraction to me but she saw if he says I am with you always. He is not a liar. Then he is with us. The Lord walking with them. And let's see how he walked with them. A journey through Acts of the Apostles. On the day of Pentecost, Peter the fearful had become bold. He had just preached a sermon, and 3,000 people on their hearts to the Lord. They baptised them in water, and they continued the apostles' fellowship. Then on a certain day, they were moved to go to the temple at the hour of prayer, ninth hour. They called it. That should be the three p.m. prayer. And as they approached the gate, called beautiful, there was a man crippled from his birth, whom they laid at that gate daily to receive alms. That was the only way he could make an income. Kind-hearted people, compassionate people, dropped the remnant, the change they had with him. And as Peter and John approached the gate, a thought, so to say, came up in their heart. Give this man something. And Peter reached out to his pocket and checked all the pockets and found that he had nothing to give the man and i think he turned to john and said this is acts chapter three john i I feel like giving this man something but i just checked my pocket and i have nothing it was not a cashless society So john also checked his pockets and the holy spirit arranged that day and made sure nothing was in their pockets he said i don't have anything so peter would say well since we don't have anything let's just go ahead but the voice came up stronger give him something give him what you have so i don't have anything my mind so you have something what do i have look at his legs truly really I have something I can give this man. Something more than money. He said, look out to me. Silver and gold I have none. He followed the quiet voice of the Holy Spirit. But what I have, I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. The man was expecting silver. He was expecting shekels. Not rise up and walk. So it couldn't make sense. Look up here. And the man was slow to understand. He held him. I said, rise up and walk. Immediately. The scripture says, the man received strength in his bones, in his ankles and joints. So he stood up. Now, I said, walk. So the man walked. For 40 years, he's never walked. Walk! He walked. Apparently, the man had always loved to run and jump. From his childhood, he had seen other children leaping and wished he had legs to leap. So he walked and leaped. He said, this is for real. It can't be a dream. Walking and leaping. Praising God, walking and leaping and praising God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and so he walked and leaped. He walked and leaped, and saw so there was a traffic jam. Those that were coming turned in amazement. And he was saying, praise the Lord. Then he will walk and leap and shout, praise the Lord. And when they looked at his face, is this not the man that has been the gatekeeper here for years? That man had been sitting at that gate before Jesus was born. Jesus never attended to him because his case was waiting for a day like this. God has not overlooked your case. There is a set time for everything. Walking and leaping and praising God. So the crowd was building. And those who had gone in to pray noticed that there was a crowd building. And they were joining the man to praise God. So they came out. So there was a crusade crowd. And Peter launched out and preached. 4,000 men looking at him. He said, Men, you men of Israel, why do you look on us steadfastly? I see by our holiness. That's verse 16. I see by our holiness. Our righteousness, our power, we have done this. No, that man, Jesus, whom our leaders crucified, whom God sent and they rejected. He, in his name, this man. So Peter is saying, he's right here with us. I call on his name and he gave this man strength. When I call on the name of Jesus today, his hand will reach into your bones. But let me just tell you, do you know he is here with us? His presence is here. I want you to come to this altar. Come and pray. Come and call on the Lord. Let him cleanse you. If you know he has been the quiet listener to all your conversation. Let him cleanse you of all the unwholesome conversation. If you know he has been the quiet observer of all your steps and you've done things that you know will not make him happy. Don't think he didn't see. Because if he says, I am with you always, then he's been there. Just come to the altar and say, Lord, I just want your presence. I'm sorry in any way I've disappointed you, but I want you to cleanse me, but fill me with your presence and glory. I want to assure you that if his presence overtakes you today, you will overflow. So if you want to pray, just come before the Lord, occupy the altar, occupy the eyes, and talk to the Lord. You can. You are free to come. We have 15 minutes to stay in His presence and to pray in the Spirit. And I want you to pour out your heart. If you are free, you can go behind. You can go somewhere. Take any posture you want. But I want you to talk to Him, who is present but invisible and is close to you. Talk to Him, who is present, do invisible, but is very present with you. His presence is with you. He said will be with you always to the end that means no time no moment will i be absent i will be with you if you want to come to the altar come to the altar if you want to stay around your seat if you want to lie down if you want to cry to the lord just talk to him i want you to know first let him cleanse you hide nothing from him keep nothing from him He knows everything. Nothing can be kept from him. Don't deceive yourself about anything. Just say, Lord, you know how I am. You know how I feel. You know what I think. You know all I have ever said. And you know what I have done. I am just throwing myself to your prayer. I just want your presence. I want your presence to manifest. As your presence manifested with Peter, I just want your presence in my life. That is your key to overflow. That will bring you to the overflow you want. It is his presence. It is his presence. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord, we just want your presence lord this is what you said we should do we want your presence lord Mm -hmm. let the blood cleanse us lord any feeling that will stop us from being in your presence from enjoying your presence let the blood take it out lord ura queza que pronajari le juri amarake mavuda balike porra kapamakase balike bokuza ka baruika bozaranen bariga ramaku rakama usenge de viento shakeli amaruri kaparama kusa lord i want your presence lord fill me with your glory fill me with your presence lord sanctify me purify me lord lekemeku sete Sakari Marona Makazaena. Lord, I have access only through your blood. Rake mogoseke prapomo jeterinia. Re ke moziki rete reme no Le rome keke zenge boruba ka bashirin. Yendro parima roka kazadarinia. Yerokeke roma kazadare bruna, Le rame de boruna. Les ruka kasenge brabo machaderenia, rekemuro boruna. Le roke kemukosegerenia, le roke boru makara manga Le remekuze ke boruna la keman, frama suete fra makasete toroma sharani. Ruka kasenge brabo machaderia, malike ruma kasenge brucasera. Ero prabam kizeke brapoma Rika husa galine la Walika huse Wahizeke Merona masarina. Ira kahuma kasetia. Wahaki braha. Bahusa kena. Wahaseke yamaha. Mano kaseta. Likahuseke brapona. Yembrapoma karina. Yembro barama His presence. His presence. His presence. Desire his, desire, his desire his presence 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 those of you watching online get into his presence he's there with you he's there with you right there in your room he's there with you where you are he's there with you Lord Fill me with your presence. Overwhelm me with your presence. Lord, fill me with your presence. Overwhelm me with your presence. Take me over, Lord. Lekiria Maroke Remenura. Ero pareme koze genirina. Re ke praboma setari. Lehuria kaparuna. Kehusa kisandaya. Manakisatoruna. Le Lekahusa Bekase. Wahasa. Manahin. <Hebrew> Lord, I desire your presence. Lord, I want more of your presence. Lord, I want more of your presence. presence. Purify me, Lord, that I may carry your presence. Wherever I go, budge me, O Lord, that your presence may be manifest around me. Where your presence is, darkness cannot stay. Where your presence is, sickness will be consumed. Where your presence is, demons will run. Where your presence is, sin will give way. Where your presence is, sin will not be attractive. You do not try. Unrighteousness will not be attractive if you do not try because of your presence. Where your presence is, your holiness is there. Where your presence is, your glory is there. Where your presence is, there's no defeat. Where your presence, we have victory. There's sweetness. There's joy. Sorrow cannot stay in your presence. There's joy in your presence. Fullness of joy. Lord, we desire your presence. Lord, we desire your presence. Marak, individually and collectively, we we ask for your presence. 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 Ye bro roke kize lekeria maroke pro kamarena, lekemo ruaka maro makazania, lekuzeke pro pachete lenya, lehiru be ye rakape popo bomoseke tirina, ye mroka lira kosenge brapuna, ramoseke tirina maruna, liruka kizeenge brapa bayama, Manokezenge pro Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you for the blood that cleanses. Thank you for the blood that washes white. Thank you for the blood that gives us access. Thank you for the blood that gives us access. Thank you for the blood that gives us access. Thank you for the blood that gives us access. Thank you for the blood that gives us access. Thank you for the blood that gives the access. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Say, Father. I have gained access into your presence through the blood of Jesus. I do believe with all my heart that the blood of Jesus has cleansed me. Thank you for cleansing me. Now that I have access, I have fellowship with you. Father, let me hear your voice clearly from this moment. As Peter heard your voice, and obeyed your voice let me hear your voice and obey your voice as the prophets heard your voice and obeyed your voice let me hear your voice and obey your voice oh Lord now that I have found favor with you now that I have gained access into your most holy presence through the blood of Jesus speak to me Lord let me hear your voice In my heart, speak to me, Lord. Let me hear your voice. I desire your voice. Go ahead and cry to the Lord. Desire the voice of the Lord. Desire his voice. Lord, I desire to hear your voice. I desire to hear your voice. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord let me receive your voice in my heart lord i receive the spirit of obedience as you speak to me that i will obey you i will hear your voice i will obey you i will hear your voice i will obey you i will hear your voice i will obey you thank you jesus hallelujah Thank you, Jesus, for your voice. Thank you for your voice. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Say, Father, I receive the spirit of obedience. Whenever I receive your voice, That I will obey you promptly. I yield myself to obey your voice promptly in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and declare that prayer. I will hear your voice and obey you promptly. I will hear your voice. I will understand your voice and obey you promptly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you Father La Oh thank you Jesus Oh thank you Lord hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah 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 thank you Jesus hallelujah 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 thank you jesus thank you lord hallelujah thank you lord thank you lord hallelujah in jesus name we pray father thank you for the revelation of your presence and each person under the sound of my voice today will begin to enjoy your presence your presence will be so real to each one you will direct our steps you will will inspire our thinking our cup will run over run over with oil our cup shall overflow with sweet wine thank you father in jesus name we pray please be seated god bless you As we go through the major scriptures for this year of overflow, Psalm 23, verse 1 to 6, St. John's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 1 to 18, I make some observations. You will remember that I read these two scriptures partly or fully yesterday, but these are the observations. in the shepherd's gospel of St. John chapter 10 Jesus said the sheep, my sheep hear my voice. That is the sheep hear his voice. He said he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. That talks about a personal relationship. Calling you by name means he knows you. The Lord longs to have a personal relationship with you. Now that he's very close to you and is present with you you will begin to hear his voice. He says, so my sheep hear my voice. I lead them. I call them by name. So I bring out my sheep. They go and I go before them. My sheep follow me. And they know my voice. You will know the voice of the Lord. Different from other voices. You will distinguish the voice of the Lord. He brings out his own sheep by name. He calls them. He goes before them. That means there is no battle confronting you that he is not there leading the battle. So from now, when war comes, let your heart not be troubled. in my last set of John I was I was invited to Medugri. the night I entered into Medjugorje to start pitching a hard revelation and I saw there was to be a reaction the barracks main Medugri barracks was to be attacked that night <laughs> I didn't tell anybody I went into prayer and I said, Lord, turn them back. So, intelligence report brought it out quickly. And the army took the various locations and they were to penetrate the town in the night. So, they kept a vigil and turned them off. Two days later, three days later, one of my young men came and gave me all the intelligence. I said, Okay, this is what God told me. And I let the church in a prayer in my degree. The Lord told me that I am here with you. Amen. Nothing can guarantee safety more than that. Yes. Never forget this. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. Stop thinking you are alone. The Lord asked me to tell you, stop that thinking. It's a wrong thinking. It's a false thinking. It's a lie that you are alone. Stop thinking like that. I was, some years ago, I think somewhere in Newman, in Yola State, I was holding a crusade. I think second or third day. In the afternoon, it was very warm. And the the best of the accommodation we had there was okay. I think it was in Norman Crusade. I I saw was it 13 now or 26 deaf and dumb people healed at a go. I don't know where they collected they got them from. Yeah, there were so many. And the Lord told me that I'm with you, and today I'm going to be walking with you. So you will not have to do anything. (laughs) And whenever the Lord says that, you better just stand and watch. The Lord is with you. His presence is with you. But that implies there are places you can't go anymore. There are things you can't afford to say anymore. He says, I go before them. I call them by name. Then he said something. There is a thief. There's a hireling. He did not enter the sheepfold by the door, he came in through another way. He's a thief. He's a hireling. He sees the wolf coming and he runs and leaves the sheep at the mercy of the wolf. But I am the good shepherd. I will stand, take the fall for you. I will confront the wolf. I want to encourage you today that no matter what you are facing, Jesus will be there for you. Don't think he has abandoned you to the battle, including when your trouble is self-caused. That means it's all your fault. You brought it on yourself. He will not abandon you. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. He will still stand with you. Now, look at his presence as it went with Paul through the sea. And there was a turbulent situation. Acts of the Apostles 27. And Paul said, I perceive that this journey will be with great harm loss of property and loss of lives in order to avoid that please let us pitch let's anchor let us stay a while and not get to the high sea but because the location was not good it was it was not good for winter The seamen had it in mind to get to Phoenix. And they said, that place is better. We can anchor there. I mean, it's not too far. But Paul said to them, Sir, we shouldn't set sail because what I perceive in my spirit, he didn't see a vision. He didn't hear a voice. He perceived in his spirit. He had a nudge, a hunch, a gut feeling. A sense of danger. He had no explanation, but he sensed it, and he appealed to the centurion to use his authority to stop them. But the ship captain and his crew convinced the centurion, "We are experienced men. May your experience not destroy you." Amen. When the voice of God is speaking in your heart, stop allowing your experience to drown that voice. The voice of the environment, this place is not good for winter, but there's danger ahead. So they persuaded the centurion and he gave them, go ahead. And for them not to turn back, the devil went into the wind and brought, made it quiet. And then there was a soft wind. And they said, we told you, we can make it. And as soon as they got to the high sea, to the point where they could not turn back, then Euroclidon took over. It became turbulent. And for 14 days and night, they saw no star, saw no sun, saw no moon. It was total darkness. They lost all appetite. Paul changed his intercession because he knew he was not alone. He said, Lord, I perceived it. I said it. But nobody listened to me. Say, Lord, we are going to use option two. You do I pass through the water, shall not overflow me. Do I pass through the fire, I shall not be burnt. Do I? And he said, and Lord, but I'm asking you for extra extra extension, not just myself. This, all these fellows, all these unbelievers who are with me, they will not listen to anything. Just don't mind them. Lord, just extend your mercy. I know the devil wants to kill me, but he's lost it. I know he's very angry with me, but you are very happy with me. I know hell is let loose against me, but I know heaven is rejoicing about me. I know I cannot die. I will complete my mission. I must preach to Caesar. And I know I'm going to Rome. I know nothing can stop it millions of winds gathering together, storms gathering, hell, loose cannot stop me. And I am not just going to be here alone. I am calling to myself, these 276 people I must get them to heaven. I am going to preach to them. They are going to see the God of wonders. Satan thought to destroy me but I am turning around and I am going to use it to win souls. And he kept on praying and praying and praying. After 14 days of no eating his personal angel appeared to him, became visible. He said, hey Paul, Enough of the intercession. There shall be no loss of life. But because they disobeyed you, there shall be loss of every property. But we're going to secure everyone. The 276 people on board are given to you as a free price. And Paul turned around. He said, man, I'm brethren. No brethren this time. You should have listened to me. <laughs> you didn't listen to me. Now see where we are. And the centurion said, he said it. The ship captain. He said, now, cheer up. I have good news for you. There has be no loss of life. But everything, including the ship, will be gone. That's impossible. Probability. Think of it. One out of a thousand, there's no chance for that. How will the ship be destroyed, lose everything? I said, not one person. Say, no, no. For the angel of God, whom I serve stood by me this night and said to me, "Spawn, there shall be no loss of life. Therefore, I believe God that as it has been spoken to me, so shall it be. He heard the voice of God. Initially, it was not an angel. It was not a vision. It was just a nudging in his heart that said, danger, danger, danger. And he understood. How many times has the Holy Spirit spoken to you, raised an alarm in your heart and you allow your head to drown your heart and you got into trouble but he didn't leave you alone. He used option two to get you out of trouble. But you could have saved yourself from that trouble. From today when he speaks to you, you will hear. Yeah. You will respond. Yeah. You will obey. Yeah. You will understand. And so Paul was happy, and then to encourage them, he took bread and broke it and said, Gentlemen, you need this food, because now no storm, no harassment can kill you, but starvation can kill you. (laughs) So he took bread and broke it and ate, and they were encouraged. Now, meaning, they also took bread and ate. They accepted him as their prophet. (laughs) They listened to him as their pastor. From now, whatever Paul said was law. They got to a dangerous point and the seamen discovered that they were really going to perish. This, this ship was about to break and they wanted to escape using these small, small boats. And Paul realized it and he told the centurion, Sir, should these men get off board? Everybody will go, including you. Tell them not to. By decree, so the sentinel said is that what you have said it's okay paul count it down hey soldiers arrest all of them <laughs> cut off everything say everybody remain here you attempt to move i shoot you they remained there and 276 people got off safely the entire ship was destroyed but no soul was lost how beautiful it is to have the voice of god accompany you everywhere you go From today, you will hear his voice. I don't know what you want God to do for you tonight. But I now know that you are conscious of his presence. He is about to do something for you. Bow your head and put your request to he that is close by you. To he that is with you. Knowing that he is hearing you. And is going to grant you the desire of your heart tell talk to him now his presence is the secret of overflowing oil his presence his presence when you have his presence with you his anointing overflows the oil overflows what do you want from the lord you know he's there hearing you He said whatever you want Ask the Father in my name. In my name. In my name, ask the Father. Ask in faith, ask with assurance ask with confidence thank you heavenly father lord i give you praise say after me my lord and my god i have made my request in the name of your son jesus and according to the lord jesus Whatever I ask the Father in His name shall be granted. Now that I have asked, I believe you. According to what you said, you have granted my desire. Therefore, I receive the answer to my prayers. Thank you for answering my prayers. Thank you for blessing me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the answer to my prayers. I have received it, and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want those who need healing in their bodies to stand up. Because you believe that he will heal you. I'm not going to touch you. I'm going to ask that his presence... That is with you where you are standing will make you whole (laughs) his presence will make you whole I like the word that Pastor Baj shared in the beginning when he said God is put everything back of believing that if you believe everything happens. I I interpret that to mean believing brings the deposit. (laughs) Lift up your hand and say, Lord, I believe you are my healer and your presence is with me. Thank you for your presence. Even your healing presence. You are the Lord, my healer. I reject sickness. I reject affliction. I reject pain. In the name of Jesus. Everything the enemy damage in my body. Make whole again. Every good thing stolen from my body or from my mind. Restore to me. Thank you Lord Jesus. Every organ That has become non-functional. Restore life into it. And make it to function. Perfectly. Thank you. Your presence. Is more than enough. And because you are with me. I dare to say. I am healed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm going to declare the word of healing. On you now and this declaration will come with the anointing the anointing will bring the manifestation my father my father you certainly want these people well these are your tabernacles these are the temples of the Living God redeemed already washed clean with the blood Hmm. from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet I release the healing anointing like fire to get into your spirit, soul and body receive your healing in the name of Jesus Lord including those who are watching at home online or on television I decree now that this healing virtue will reach you wherever you are. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father for the healing. Can you declare I am healed. In the name of Jesus. Say it again. I am healed. As you have spoken so shall it be and you come back tomorrow with your testimony you will sleep well and soundly your strength is restored to you peace is restored to you wellness in your body wholeness in your body the shackles of the enemy are destroyed the chains of the enemy are broken you are made whole thank you father you return with your testimony your faith will not fail the robber will not rob you. This fire will keep burning in your bones, burning in your flesh. The sick child you left at home, as you go back lay that child will be made immediately well. In the name of Jesus, I command that ear to open. I command that kidney to begin to function well. I command that liver to function well. I command the blood pressure to go back to normal. I command insomnia to cease. Your sleep shall be sweet and sound. I command peace and joy in your heart. I rebuild that demon of anxiety that makes you to worry without reason. I command it to leave you now. And every spirit of infirmity and oppression, I command to leave your body immediately. It has been spoken and it is done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let me a three powerful amen. 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 Who is going to share his testimony tomorrow? Will you share your testimony tomorrow? God bless you.